Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Well, hello. This, uh, this generalized anxiety of mine is kicking my ass lately. I was going to say this last week, but I I think it was even the week before too. So today I am tired. It's like it finally hits you that you've just, you feel like you've been on a treadmill 24 seven. Cause it's like, you know, with anxiety, anywhere you go, you can't escape it because it's inside of you. So if anyone out there has been feeling this way, if it makes you feel any better, so have I. So on that note, welcome to She Speaks Bravo. I'm Emily. If you are new here, hi. Maybe think about subscribing. I am covering Southern Charm, which is what we are here to talk about today. We've got to discuss that article that came out. Don't worry, I will get all into that. Uh, But I'm also finishing up the last part of the Atlanta reunion and finishing up Beverly Hills. The finale is next week. And Salt Lake City, any day now. And Potomac, I'll be figuring, I'll be figuring, I'll be, I'll be covering, oh my goodness, covering that with Kendrick. And uh, Winter House, that mess. Also, The Bling Ring, I'm doing that. I'm going to be recording that tomorrow morning with Pia. It is so good. It's a mess. It is a three-part docuseries on Netflix about the, The Bling Ring, which if you don't know about it, just Google The Bling Ring and you'll find a whole bunch of stuff. But um if you are following any Bravo accounts, there's a great deep dive on it on um, Oh No Chels, that account. She's got a highlight saved. She she watched the docu-series, but she also did a little backstory on it if you need a refresher. And hey, if you are already subscribed, how are you doing? How's your anxiety level? What's your mental health situation? I hope it's okay. 
little mental health check-in because we talk about mental health openly here at She Speaks Bravo. No shame. Anyway, guys, let's let's get into it. Lots to discuss before we even get into the recap. Okay, let's let's discuss this article that's come out. This article dropped. So let me explain how I got. I was informed of this article. My friend who I mean, this my friend gets the tea. She gets the tea. She is breaking news. She is connected. She has sources on top of sources on top of sources. She's very connected. And she happened to be on Reddit and saw this article posted with the whole thread and sends to me the photo of Catherine with the black eye. And she's like, have you seen this trigger warning? You know, very, very unsettling image. And I immediately sent it to my source and my Southern charm source had never told me anything about this. So they were like, wait a minute, where'd you get this? And clear. When they said that, I was like, oh, shit, like you didn't even tell me this. Like this must be something that has been like, we okay, this has been something that they've kept really secret because they were protecting everybody involved, didn't want it to blow up. It's like it's very delicate, sensitive matters. So needless to say, if you've been listening all season, you know that, of course, I know literally everything but I can't tell you. But what I will do, and you won't be disappointed, is walk you through and you can absolutely piece together. You're going to be picking up what I'm putting down. So this article, I was holding on to it. Like I I had it for hours prior to me posting it. I'm not the kind of account that posts breaking news. And to be honest, I don't think I'm going to do it again. That gave me so much anxiety. I don't like breaking news. I really don't because there's so many follow-up questions and then people doubt it. And then I feel like, oh my God, should I have said that? I don't want to be the person that says it first. I'm going to let other accounts do that always. And also this, this has not even really gotten any traction. This, this article dropped, it's barely on Twitter. And honestly, what's on Twitter is my post. People being like, hey, Catherine, address this. It's It has not... It has not caught on like I thought it would. Mainly because the way this article is written, because I forget that I know the whole backstory, but anyone reading this doesn't. And I didn't realize that until one of my friends DM'd me and was like, I know you know, but reading it, it just seems like a very dangerous article because it's alluding to something, but not quite explaining what happened so now we're left to just imagine like what do they want from us with this so let me just kind of walk us through it and i will kind of guide you to what the message is supposed to be but then also what the damage is so the title of the article southern charm abuse scandal Is this why Catherine Dennis has been missing in action? Boom. 
It's written by Amy Feinstein and Fitz News and Amy Feinstein. They've covered Southern Charm for years and years and years. They're close with the cast. Like they they've been doing that. They've been covering shit forever. And so. They just, you know, the, the source is close is, is works in production. And was that what they say? They prefer to remain anonymous, but works in production for the show is what the source is. So they they show the images. And if you go if you go to the I'll link I'll link the article again in the show notes just in case you in case you missed it. But um if you go to the photos, there's the main picture that you see, but underneath the photo itself, you see like a camera roll and they're all pictures of Catherine. Like you can see her out partying underneath. You can see her selfies with friends. I find that interesting. So it clearly came like the, the these photos came from Catherine's phone. So either she sent these photos to someone and they totally just jacked them and were like, here you go. And however, though, she approved it because the next Right below the photos, it says Dennis declined to discuss the images or the injuries, but confirmed their authenticity and did not object to their publication. So that means she said, go ahead and run them. I approve. Okay, that's okay. So the first time the network noticed the injuries, which is going to mean so the network is NBC, not just a lot of people say like Bravo, but NBC owns Bravo and NBC is a huge corporation. So if they notice one of their cast members has a black eye, <laughs> can you imagine the steps they have to take? It's like if anyone's ever worked at a corporate job, you immediately have to like HR comes in and they're like, OK, everyone stop. We're launching an investigation. Files come out and it's. It's it's there's so many proper steps that have to be taken. So she, it's they talk about how she had an unusual amount of foundation on to cover the area around the eye. Um, there was a conversation with production, um, et cetera, et cetera. And so then they discuss how Shep tells everyone the reason why this is on camera. Shep says she can't go to the St. Simon trip because she has the kids. Now, according to Dennis, the statement Shep made about her not being able to join the cast trip on cast on St. Simon's trip was false. Quote, quote, meaning she talked to Amy Feinstein for this article. I didn't have the kids and they knew it. I was just cut out of shooting for that period of time. Dennis said she was treat Dennis said the way she was treated by the network was upsetting and unsettling. Quote, I wanted to film. I wanted to take the trip to Aldebras and St. Simon's Island, but I wasn't included by production. So she was willing to hand over the hand over the photos. She wasn't willing to say what happened. 
So no details, but she was willing to give a quote that said they lied. I didn't have the kids and I wanted to film, but I was cut out of shooting. I didn't like the way I was treated by the network. Hmm. Who does it sound like Catherine is upset with? The network. So hmm, she was, what, was she, what is she upset about? Being cut out of shooting. What have we all been saying? Where's Catherine? So what this article, because when I read the article, I was, of course, I saw the photos and I was like, oh, my God. But because I saw she declined to discuss the images or injuries, then I start reading like, oh, my God, they had a meeting in a car behind closed doors and windows rolled up. And and it makes it it's clear that they're painting this picture in this article of production mishandling it. This is where this article is leading me. And that's that is where I was going in my head. Like, wow, production production saw this black eye and they were like. Must hide you behind closed doors. You mustn't be seen. And the network is like, get her off camera. And Catherine's like, I'm the victim here and and you're mis and you're mistreating me. And so. So, okay. This comes out. You guys don't know the whole story, right? But anyone involved in Catherine's life in a real way, in her real life, they all know what really has happened. And so they read this article and they're like, what the fuck? I'm fearful now that there could be retaliation that there could be receipts on the other side, photos, videos, who knows? So she's still in a, she, by the way, I don't know if everyone knows this, but she has supervised visits with the kids now. That's how this back and forth with Thomas thing isn't even sort of concluded. So it, it could just get ugly because even though people are like, well, where does it say she confirmed it was abuse? Where does it say not everyone can tell exactly who it's pointing to, but the majority of people have figured it out. I'm not going to confirm anything because that's the article intentionally didn't. But still, if you are involved in Catherine's life, you know what she's done here and you're like, okay, all right. So this could get ugly. This was just, again, I'm really glad, though, that it's not picked up a lot of steam. And she has not addressed it publicly. She hasn't gone on social media. She's been tagged in a bunch of tweets like, hi, you're going to address this or what? And I don't think she's I don't think she has. But she is completely absent from the show. And I don't know if I've said this here on the pod, but I think that it would be great if Catherine came back next season in a limited role because I like calm Catherine. Like I like Catherine getting her nails done with Austin. And I like the idea of her just having sort of sweet pop-ins here and there. 
because she does sometimes have these words of wisdom because she has been through so much. But when she feels like she needs to create drama and, and or even just she creates drama because she is volatile at times. It's like, I don't want her to do that because she she needs to get her life settled down. She needs to be single for a period of time. My friend and I were talking. She needs to get out of Charleston. Maybe like have a little rental pass so that she can film and do a little get like a like a friend of limited role, like be like the wise Catherine who's been there and she can maybe like because she does have wisdom to impart on people at times. I know it seems crazy because she's so whacked out, but she's been through a lot and seen a lot. And it's when she wants to get super messy that it's like, oh, but your kids and it's all documented on camera. You don't want to you just don't want to feed Thomas any more. You don't want to give him any more ammunition. So I need to stop I'm tweaking my whole back. Um, yeah, this this article was not great. But yeah, there we go. Anyway, that's 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 all I have to say about that. Um yeah, sorry. I, it's it's a mess. I I do think though people have been saying a lot about this season being dis disconnected, disjointed. Like we didn't get to complete storylines. Where's Pringle? Where's Caleb? Where's Catherine? Well, I mean, now we have a little bit of an answer about a few of those people, but I just, here's what I'm a little confused about with, with those sort of criticisms. For me, when a cast member, like when, maybe because I just saw that with Pringle, I, I spotted it last season. And so when he disappeared this season, I wasn't surprised. Like last season, he got really drunk one time. And when Craig showed up, he was like, is this guy already drunk? And I was like, yeah, I can tell Pringles that guy that gets too fucked up. And so when someone disappears, like, first of all, I didn't need Caleb back. Caleb even though he was trying to pitch himself as like, I've been friends with everybody even longer than Catherine has, or I've known them longer than I've known Catherine. So he was trying to pitch himself as someone who should be around, even if he breaks up with Catherine or even if they break up. I didn't need to hear from him after Catherine was not in his life. He could go. I did not need to see him again because it didn't make sense. I didn't really believe his connection with the guys, but I get like, because this is a reality show for me, there's an element of when someone disappears, there's probably, they probably did something wrong. They probably, I kind of, I want to like normalize that because sometimes we get stuck with a bad cast member and I kind of wish we could be like, go away, you know, like Diana, like I wish we could just let them trickle off. Let's normalize that. I wish we could. I know we I know they sign contracts and like they get paid and whatever, but I kind of I kind of like it. <laughs> I kind of think 
they should do it more. Right. So, but I do understand the critique that it's like, you know, Leva doesn't get to, that Leva doesn't even have to go to group events. She gets to leave early and then she doesn't even have to go to the next cast trip. So it's like, well, then why are you on the cast? So I get that. It's like, so we started off with X amount of people and now we're only left with these people. So what was the point of that? But I, I feel like who we were left with has a good chemistry. So I don't, I'm just, I'm just not that, I'm just not understanding why people are like, where's Pringle? I'm like, isn't it kind of obvious something probably happened? You know? Maybe because deep down, I didn't re- really want to see more of Pringle. Pr- I just, I know, I know Pringle. I don't literally know Pringle, but I'm like, Pringle's an alcoholic, I think. Pringle is, Pringle's like an ex-boyfriend of mine. <laughs> I feel like I know him. I could see it. I can spot it. There's a darkness there. He's that lovable guy. But when he drinks, it's dark. And so I don't know. I'm, I feel I just so maybe when he wasn't around, I was OK with it for that reason. But I do completely understand the um, complaint. But I maybe I get a little Maybe I feel bad because it's like they're, it's almost like people are maybe blaming like production really just they need to get it together. I'm like, I don't know if production would necessarily I don't think it helps production to have cast members drop off. I feel like that's a pain in the ass for them. Like they have to like regroup because they have to be like, OK, well, hold on. We were actually going to follow that. But now we have to sort of figure out what we're going to do here instead. I feel like it's if anything, it's more annoying. But we still got a lot of interesting content. You know, they, the Naomi Craig of it all was still pretty fascinating. Shep Taylor, I enjoyed that. Craig, Austin, Austin, Shep. You know, we I feel like we still got a good amount of stuff. But I understand the note. I do. Disconnected what happened. Um, if they ever can't address something on camera, most likely it's like, ooh, something real bad happened. Anyway, I have talked about this for way too long. Let let's let's just get into let's just get into the motherfucking recap. Shut up, Emily. Okay. All right. We are we are still coming up. We're coming off Craig having just yelled at Naomi. He's like he's like just move on with your life, Naomi. When he's blackout what always fascinates me is when they do when they do their confessionals and they've been in a blackout like I am shocked Craig remembers this I am waiting for the confessional where they're like I don't remember what you're even asking me I would not put it past like did the I feel like the producer must have to be like okay you said this and then they're like oh, okay I can I can work with that because I swear when I was still drinking it, I wouldn't remember details of what I said. So I'm surprised he can remember how he's feeling because he's able to justify it. You know, he's able to remember that Naomi said, hey, guys, like acknowledge, acknowledge the waitress. Albeit, she said it in like a kind of annoying tone. But obviously his his response was not warranted. So Olivia goes after Craig. Olivia really is just down to party. 
She's just trying to have a good time. So she's she just goes, don't be such a grumpy mood. And Craig, I think he forgot what just happened. I legit think he did. He's like, you want a shot? And she's like, yeah, fuck it. And just does. This is the last thing Craig needs. But, you know, when you're this is why shots are so dangerous, because you don't really count them. And it's like having a full cocktail in one fail swoop. So you do that shot and now you are about to be in seconds as drunk as you would be if you drank a whole cocktail. And then the drunker you get, the better, more alcohol looks. And so Craig is now at the point where more alcohol just seems like the best idea. (laughs) More alcohol, like, duh. But while they're at the bar doing that, Austin tells, (laughs) because of course, Naomi's just sitting there stunned. But if this was Madison, can you imagine? And Austin's like, man, I wish you were my ex. But Craig comes back. I'm telling you, Craig does not remember what just happened because he's like, what? What are you guys upset about? He has that look on his face. But in the confessional, he's like, you don't get to tell me what to do anymore. I I swear to God, they had to remind him what happened. Because if 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 there were no cameras around and they just let this night play out, he would have had to wake up the next day and be told what happened. So the car ride home is Craig, Olivia, and Austin in one car. She's, I mean, she really is just down to party, but it is apparent how just, this is like utter wastedness. Uh, I mean, utter wastedness. Austin's, we already knew Craig was wasted, but Olivia's wasted. She's like, look at me, I'm between the boys. But Craig can't even like sit upright. So they get back to the house and Vanita immediately announces that she's going to bed. Look, I would have done the same thing because I want to pop a Benadryl at 9 p.m. and be in bed by 10 o'clock. But that's not that's why I'm not on a reality show. So I just don't understand why she wanted to be on this show. Like she wanted to be on. I know for a fact she wanted to be on this show really badly. But like, do you what do you have in common with these people? Like, I would not be on Vanderpump Rules. Like, they like to go to music festivals and be around a lot of people all the time. I need so much alone time. Like, I am very introverted that way. And so she seems like she just she couldn't wait to get away from them. So I'm like, okay, well, then what are you? What? Are you doing? It's within her right. I I I'm Vanita in this situation absolutely. But it's it's now to the point where we're almost at the end of this season and we've seen now that Leva is not really her close friend. Madison obviously was her one in. This unfortunately this season has gotten so disconnected. You know, we lost Catherine and Caleb. Madison was never a full-time cast member because she messed that up with not showing her fiance and wanted to keep that off the show. And who else are we missing? Well, Vanita's just disconnected. Leva was like, I'll do this show, but I will show you none of my businesses, which is strange because you would think if you have a spinoff, you would want us to get attached to 
your restaurants and like do kind of a tie in that way. So we sort of transition naturally into the restaurants, you know, like we've already like we're familiar with them, just like LVP did with Vanderpump Rules. So Vanita goes to bed and then we don't get any more of her. So Austin and Craig joke fight, which I knew when they released the trailer and they showed Austin and Craig joke fighting or fighting. I was like, I know this is I know this is just cute fun boy fighting. I knew it. But Craig, in the most like drunken frat guy fashion, he's like, I want to go home. And he throws the beer that's in his hand. That's that's pretty full. Just throws it down on the ground and it's spilling everywhere. This is someone's this is a rental. This is a this is not their house, by the way. Okay. And I, I believe he walked back to the house austin's like giving him direction i was like okay let him go and then we get like a cute moment with austin and olivia i might be i might be kind of coming around on them because austin is turning out to be now that he doesn't have like the drama of madison and let's face it the drama of uh sierra and kind of all of Austin's drama, isn't he? But Olivia's not drama. So maybe I'm kind of sort of seeing how it might work for him. But they kiss, but then they make Naomi and Whitney kiss. Uh, oh, God. Oh, don't do that to me ever again, please. Jesus, don't ever do that to me again. That was not cool ever oh oh god i just thought about it oh god nope Mm-mm. don't do that and so okay again everyone's wasted shep included so shep's sitting on the couch slurring and he's like taylor come sit with me and she doesn't want to just come sit next to you shep she wants to go hang out with her friends and like mingle but shep just wants her to sit right next to him and when she doesn't. He's doing what he normally does, which is throw a little fit. She goes, no, I'm going to go hang out. And he goes, I don't like you hanging out. But he he says it. I'm making it sound more playful. There was a tone. It had a tone and it was kind of scary. And it makes Naomi be like, don't uh, be nice. And like Shep gets a look on his face where you're like, Whoop. you can feel you can Feel it coming. You can feel the switch, the angry tantrum. It's it's just like a little kid would do it, but it's scarier on an adult, a tall, big man adult. But over on the on the fun side of things, Craig FaceTimes Austin, who's clearly like forgotten. He he thought everyone was going to follow him. He like turned around. He's like, "Where is everybody?" So he called. He's like, why you come over here? They want to come. I know they want to come. Tell them to come. Tell them to come. And I think Austin's like, what? And he just he just hangs up, throws when he goes, shut up, Craig. <laughs> I mean, the head like these people, my head hurts just looking at this. Whitney joins Shep. And Naomi on the couches. And Whitney goes there. Clearly drunk. Like, 
very bad decision to do this drunk. Very, very bad. It's like, it's like watching a train wreck. You know, this isn't the way to do it. So Whitney just decides now's a good time. He's like, you need to treat, treat Taylor better. And Shep, this is bizarre, this line. But isn't it? So, I think Shep has said something like this before. I just, I can't quite remember the quote. Shep is like, yeah, okay, yeah. And then he's, he's like, I do, I do. He goes, at the end of the day, you're punished for your kindness, kindnesses. He's, I can't remember what he said before. Uh, there's a, he said something before where he, he, how, where have you, where have you been kind? What, what are, you're punished for a kindness? Shep is that, okay, we're going to keep moving because I don't have the energy. So this, though, if they didn't, if they hadn't had this to cut away to, this would have been a dark scene. But they had this amazing thing to cut away to, which was Austin, Olivia and Taylor making up a drinking game because they knew that this conversation Shep and Whitney were having was going to be the typical bullshit conversation that Shep always has. Right. Which is okay. They're like, every time Shep says crazy or happy, we drink. And they're like, and Austin's like, we don't have enough alcohol. And of course, they have a, they put a counter up. And it's just, you know, you crazy. You don't even know how happy I am. We are so happy. Taylor and I are happy. What you're being crazy. It's just over and over again. And then then he starts going with the done. I'm done. I'm done with this. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. And they add in done to the drinking game. And Whitney says, like, I'm just Shep. I'm trying to help. I'm trying to help you navigate. And Naomi tries to jump in and she's like, listen to Whitney. He's never misguided. And then Shep, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm finished. And they just like they they mosey over off the couch towards the other people who are not Shep. But Shep like stands in the doorway and he looks over at Taylor. Okay. Like just this, this, this scene, like the setup of the scene. So everyone is gathered at the kitchen counter and in the kitchen. Shep is in the doorway looming and is talking to Taylor going, I'm done. I'm done. Then he walks over to Taylor and whispers in her ear. I'm sick of people attacking me. Then, then truly one of the creepiest things that one has ever done. I've never loved anyone more than you. Don't, ew, ew, don't whisper that in someone's ear next to, next to other people. <laughs> oh my God. Did he forget there were cameras and they were mic'd? What is happening? It's like, this is insane. Yeah, it is, dude. And Taylor, clearly, she's not phased. This happens in public all the time. No one is uncomfortable. Well, everyone's uncomfortable. But this, I, I, okay. So Taylor's like, I don't want you to be angry at Whitney and Naomi. Those are my friends. Those are your friends. 
And then he's like, I know, I know. And she goes, try what I do. And he and Shep thinks she's going to actually give some solid advice. And he goes, oh, yeah. She goes, pray. He goes, pray. Okay, pray. Austin loses it, though. <laughs> loses it. He goes, I fucking had it with these two whispering and Shep being like, but the, I love that he impersonates Shep in like a like a honky Southern accent. Is that a slur? If that's a slur, I'm so sorry. I, I just I didn't know white trash was a slur, but then I got like flagged on Instagram like they removed it, like violated community guidelines, white trash. I didn't know. Uh, but he's like, Taylor, listen to me. I fucking love you. <laughs> so we impersonated Shep, which is, I didn't even, I forget sometimes they're from the South and that's like, that's how we impersonated Shep. He's like, Shep, you've been an embarrassment for too long. God, just a fucking moron. Just wait until bed. And then he, as he's leaving, God, you're such a fucking pussy. It's pretty, it was pretty glorious, you guys. And he walks out. But then Shep was like leaning, the way Shep was like leaning and watching it kind of calm. And it seemed like Shep was not going to do anything. It really did. It seemed like there was like going to be no response. But then he like slow builds. He's like, you are the biggest embarrassment of my fucking life. You're a fucking joke. And then Austin's like, oh, really? And she starts walking back in. What? This insult is kind of fantastic. He's like, I cannot believe I'm sharing oxygen with you. I can't believe I'm sharing oxygen with you. I think that's it's kind of that's kind of impressive. And Austin, you and Taylor, you text and call her 24-7 to control the situation. And what do you do when we're in the car? Control the situation. And now you're whispering in her ear, chirp, 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 chirp. <laughs> oh, Chef. He's like, what do you care about me? I'm not some bad guy. And then and then this like goes away like really quickly. He goes, I don't want to fight with you. It, this like kind of settles down pretty quickly like i was pretty shocked at how as drunk as they were it 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 crescendoed and dissipated pretty fast did you see all those big words i just used holy shit uh and austin in his confession is like i'm done being the relationship counselor they don't want to hear it uh yeah so uh, Whitney's like, okay, Whitney's wasted too. He's like, okay, guys, uh, let's let's revisit tomorrow, and and they leave, and that's it. The next scene, though, is Leva and her son baking. Why do we only ever see Leva in her kitchen? Like, why are we not see her? Why are we not seeing her in her restaurants? Why is she not working? Where is this like businesswoman that she's supposed to be? I think we've we've seen. If you think about it, we've only seen her really in her kitchen excuse me and in her living room when she was doing the personal training or stretching or whatever that was it's like she didn't let them she didn't get clearance for the other locations or something it's really odd and it's just them cooking thank you so the next morning uh it's it's actually kind of a cute scene with Vanita and Olivia because they had a bet, remember, to see if Naomi would wake up in Whitney's villa. 
And Olivia had 20 bucks on it. And so they don't, they don't know if they won the bet or not. So they want to go down and see if Naomi's in her room. And so they like, they're trying to knock on her room. They go down and they knock, but they don't want to wake her up. And then she does say like, what? But then they want to see if Whitney's in there. So they do open the door. It's a cute little scene. It's a cute little moment. But Austin and Craig, they debrief. And Austin's telling like, yeah, he's yelling at me and screaming at me and like whatever. And I'm just telling him, you know, it's going off on him. And Craig has the nerve to be like, that's what happens when you yell at your girlfriend in front of a group of people. And I wish I had the time to go through and pull all the moments that he was really mean to Naomi. I know that she was really mean to him, too. They were bad for each other, 100 percent. But like he did that a lot, too. But he's only focusing on when she was mean to him. He really omits that from it's like I wish he would take accountability for his part. But he really just tells the story is like he was perfect to her. He idolized her. He loved her. He was perfect. And she was awful. That's his version of the story. And that's just that must be frustrating for her. But anyway, Austin they're talking about how, you know, it's just control, control, control. And Austin compares Shep asking Taylor to quit her job. He's like, it's like Britney Spears' dad. <laughs> I don't know why I find it funny that he's referencing that. As if he, like, knows it in full detail. Because, wh- whatever. Uh, but then he goes, it's like, it's like holding a bird tight and you're not letting it go. <laughs> that a bird flies on the balcony and Craig's like Shep's spying on us with birds now which is so something you say when you're hung over and like brain dead and like of course of course Austin finds it to be hilarious again something that happens when you're hung over and you're just brain dead <laughs> your head hurts and you're like what Okay, so Shep and Taylor. Shep is pretty remorseful. He looks destroyed. He's like just gutted uh, and defeated. Um, but yeah, Taylor says like, "Look, I can only say so much about how you've changed and you're getting better, unless." But it just seems like I'm defending you and weak, essentially. Like you've got to make the changes. And so Naomi's making breakfast and Shep comes up and man, he is like really contrite. He said he was having a good night up until the very end. And he points at a bottle of Maker's Mark and he goes, that didn't help. And I just I was surprised by the self-awareness. I really was. And okay, they're going to go shrimp boating and they're going to eat whatever they catch. And then so the options that day are golfing and shrimping. Naomi's like, whatever, I'm going to go golfing because I need to just not be where not be where Craig is. (laughs) It's like this Austin Craig bit. it's, It's like it's really hard not to laugh at it. They take a tandem bike over to the house to meet up with them to like go to the shrimping boat. And it's just like comedy. These like it's fucking annoying that they're this funny. But they look ridiculous. He's just like Austin so tall and like his body his he looks like Will Ferrell to me. Like his body is just like comedic. And so, you know, it's hard not to laugh. And uh, they ride up the, on the tandem. And as they're riding up, Shep, uh, Shep's like, you know, bye. And Naomi realizes that Craig, she's like, Craig just blew a kiss at you. 
And Shep goes, well, yeah, we're both eating crow today. And Naomi's like, well, I've seen you eat crow, but I haven't seen him eat crow. No self-awareness. And um, Whitney's kind of digging it, digging at uh, Shep a little bit. And just you can just tell Shep is so truly exhausted. And Whitney's like, I was just looking out for you last night, man. I was just looking out for you. And Naomi kind of steps in and is like, I think Shep is saying lay off today. And Shep is like, yeah, you can resume. You can resume messing with me soon. I, 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 even Naomi's like, I've never seen you like this. I've never seen him like that. Like, this is a different Shep. Like, he really is embarrassed. But he still did it. So they're shrimping. They're doing the shrimping boat thing. Austin goes, I've never been shrimping before. Unless I went with Chelsea. And then they flash back to it where he's just was not meant to be with Chelsea at all. And then he goes, wait, no, that was crabbing, which is amazing. Uh, they get on the boat and Craig and Austin recreate the whole Titanic moment. And Craig goes, Rose is where my distrust of women came from. She said she'd never let go. And then she let go. And that is so Craig. That is so Craig to just, Blame it on something so ridiculous as that. <sighs> but they're golfing. Shep is actually a really good coach. Coaches Naomi and she hits it really well. I mean, how how did Shep go from being like an absolute monster to I'm like, wait, Shep's being sweet. That is the problem with this freaking show. This show is odd where from one scene to the next, it's like I've it's like I have amnesia and they're different people. It's absurd, which is what I guess is good reality television. I guess that's the essence of reality TV. Like from one scene to the next, they're able to they're able to tug, take us on a roller coaster ride, essentially a roller coaster of emotions. So Craig is explaining to Olivia what happened with Naomi and He's like, I hate her because she put me down. And Olivia's like, well, you know, you should have that conversation with her, which is true. Like, let's let just have that conversation because then she could understand it. But Craig goes, but what? Wh why? <laughs> and Olivia's like, well, then those outbursts would make sense. And Craig goes, well, it should be okay for me to be like, it's crazy to go on vacation with your ex. So, uh, so what Craig is saying, let's, let's translate that. What Craig is saying there is, it should be okay for me to explode on Naomi whenever I feel like, because it's crazy to be on vacation with my ex. He's saying I shouldn't have to communicate the origin of these ex explosions. I should just be able to do it whenever I feel like, because who fucking cares? She's just my ex who fucking cares. I don't, I don't care about her. That's so shitty. That's so shitty. It's like you guys were together. You, you cared for her and now you're going to treat her so poorly because in your head, you did nothing to deserve anything that she did in that relationship. You don't take any accountability. And his answer is no, I did nothing at all. That's unfair. That's just immature. 
but they're having fun on the shrimping boat. And Vanita says she's having fun and she thinks this this can't be the same Craig that Naomi's been talking about. What do you mean that Naomi's been talking about? You mean the Craig you've witnessed with your own eyes and ears? What does that mean? That I get that Craig has actually done this before in this in the episode or in the season where he when they were in Ald Brass, Alda Brass, I don't know how to pronounce that. Um when Craig is getting mad at Austin and he's like, I'm not going to stay for dinner. And he storms off and he ends up coming back right before he storms off. He's looking at Vanita and even Austin's like, why are you looking at Vanita and expecting her to like validate you? Look at me. Like you don't, you know me, what are you doing? Craig kind of, I feel like he sort of panders to the new person because they don't fully know him and he can kind of manipulate that. And Vanita who most likely still feels left out, it's probably excited that someone who's in the inner circle, essentially on this show, yeah, Craig would be. Maybe she's excited and is getting a little blinded by feeling popular because that's that. I mean, she calls Naomi her friend. So this was granted this what she said when she says that line, she's in a confessional. This is going to be the same confessional where she says a bunch of other stuff later. So. It's not like she says that right there in the scene. And she says this reflecting on the whole moment. So they all try and shotgun a beer. And all right, we're back at the villa. And Shep and Whitney have a drink. And they they address the way Craig can be like so delightful. And then he turns into, get ready, the terror of Tiny Town. I mean, that's pretty damn good. And so they they kind of decipher and and mill around ideas as to what the what the issue is. And it's that she dumped him, Naomi. So there's an ego element to it. And I could, you know, there's there's totally that. And all right, we'll just keep going. So everyone gets back. They're all getting ready and they all look great. And they golf cart over to dinner. Austin and Craig walk. The tablescape is fantastic. Um, I can't remember if it's Davia or Davia, but she is the banquet captain. And it's weird because Shep like needed her to define what that meant, which was a little unnecessary. Like just let her have her damn title. So she's forced to be like, it's just a fancy name for supervisor. So they sit down and Craig, I'm sorry, Shep makes, he tries to make a joke about something that Craig said the night before, like the whole, like, how many years have you served? And uh, it gets awkward. And Craig goes, oh, yeah, I would be really happy if someone said they were pregnant right now. And Olivia goes, you told them? She's good. She's actually, I'm really, I'm actually warming up to her a little bit. She's she's good on these trips. You kind of need someone to balance the energy and just be funny and fun. Maybe fun is the right word. I'm going to call her Davia. And if that's not how I pronounce her name, I'm really sorry. But I should have written in my notes. I should have put the pronunciation there because I forgot. 
Um, but Davia is taking this course dinner very seriously. This, I because of course, I immediately go to the restaurant staff. They look miserable. <laughs> the server is like, I hate you people. I hate my job. I want to quit right now. He does not look happy. The lead server. She is taking it so damn serious and doesn't enjoy this. But she's trying to present the first course. And Whitney keeps making these raunchy ass jokes. And they're like, Whitney. And he goes, what? And they're like, she's trying to. He's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And she's like, that's okay. I will continue. So Craig invites them to his sewing down South party. It's a sit down dinner, cocktail hour, a band. And they're they're doing great. They're fantastic. And Vanita does the thing I cannot stand because it's it's kind of passive aggressive. It's a little condescending and it's only really designed to stir things up because where do what do you do? How do you answer it? She goes, I'm so happy we're having dinner and no one's fighting. Okay, so what do we say to that? What is the response to that? You've just reminded us that we were fighting. And now I'm kind of remembering why I was mad yesterday. And okay, so are you saying it's condescending? I don't like it. And Craig uh, and Naomi asks Craig, she's, which Naomi, this is stupid that Naomi asks this. I'm like, Naomi, shop. Naomi goes, yeah, what's the, what's the difference? Like, what's this, what's the mood difference? You're, I mean, you're so sweet. And Craig goes, I don't know. I guess I blew my load last night. And he makes a joke like, is that the right way to call it? Am I saying that right? And, and uh, Vanita's like, ha, 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 we're having so much fun. You, two, The two of us are just, we're great. And Whitney says, I would like to maintain this Craig. And Taylor asks if, if Craig is going to invite Madison to sewing down south and he's like yeah i mean why not like austin's cool with her forgiving is a good thing and the whole table's like okay that's rich coming from you buddy and naomi comes out with it and here's you know i gotta i gotta check my own self here i when she said, you need to say sorry, my immediate kind of internal misogy- internal misogyny came out because I, I have it. I can admit to that. And when she did that, I was like, keep your, keep your mouth shut. This is a dinner. Don't say anything right now. But if he can yell at her and he can be an asshole, she has every right to kind of do the same. It's also, we want TV, we want all of that, but we, you know, now I want her to do it a certain way. So I'm not going to critique it, which I was totally starting to do. And even, but then here comes Shep. Let's not ruin this. But then I don't, I really didn't enjoy the way Vanita was kind of like this attitude she has in this confessional. It's, I'm really trying not to critique her. I'm trying not to offend anybody. I know that I am. Never going to understand exactly what she's going through in this moment. But when she says, wow, you're trying to pick a fight with Craig, 
keep your shit together, enjoy your steak and have a good time. It's like, but don't you know, she's been being beat up by this guy. Like he's been attacking her and yelling at her multiple times now. So Olivia gets up to go to the bathroom. And so Naomi goes to the end of the table where Austin and Craig are seated. And Craig's like, you're preaching to me about how to act in a restaurant. And she says, then don't say that I'm your psycho ex, that I'm nothing without you and that I don't exist without you and all the other shit you said. And Craig says, well, that probably wasn't nice. And she says, so don't fucking say that. And he goes, okay. I will work on being kinder and I'm sorry. But at the table, when you told me how to act in a restaurant, Naomi, I never told you how to act in a restaurant. So Whitney steps in and is like, okay, let's settle down. And Austin does it too. Settle down. And Naomi, no, let's not settle down. I said, guys, and Craig, why are you yelling? Ooh, I wanted to. She, you can yell at her, but she can't yell at you. This is a tactic, you guys. This is a fucking tactic, you guys. But she, when she said this, you guys, when she went, no, I have tools. I have, I've, I've been to therapy. I have tools. Queen, slow clap. She took a breath. She remembered, she remembered those tools. That's how, that's how much work she has done for, because of Craig, you guys, because of Craig. Craig says, I should never yell at you or anything like that. But at the end of the day, we probably shouldn't interact too much because you're in my past. I forgot at one point, I didn't put it in my notes, but at one point he's like, why are we even talking about this? Go away like that. Go away. Get away from me. Like as if she's not a person that he's cared for recently, recently. So, okay. Olivia comes back. So Naomi moves her, moves back to her seat and Shep's like, let's just keep the peace. And Vanita, can you at least acknowledge that that bothered him? It's like the whole table was like, what just happened? No one was getting involved. And it might have been Vanita's discomfort because she was sitting next to Craig. Maybe she I'm trying to rationalize it. I really am. And she felt like she had to say something. I don't know. I really I can't figure it out. And so even in Olivia's confessional, she's like, you've been friends with Naomi for a decade. So what are you doing? And uh, Naomi's like, what, Vanita, what? She's like, well, can you just acknowledge that his feelings are hurt? And unfortunately, the way the way Naomi said, Vanita, shut up. It was really I know, I know people are going to be like, Shh, I would have said worse. I get it. I totally get it. But I always like to play fair. And it was, I don't, would she have said that to Taylor? But here's the, where's where I come in though. And I play, and I play this completely fair. If that was my good friend, I speak to my, my better friends worse 
Like if that was my, cause I have a really good bestie, my bestie girl, Heather, if Heather had done that, like I'm putting myself in that exact situation. If Heather, if I was fighting with my ex at a table and Heather decided to say, can you at least acknowledge that it hurt his feelings? I would have probably been like, Heather, shut the fuck up. I would actually, I just went there in my head. I was there and I'm yelling at Heather. I'm really mad at Heather. Now I'm going to call her later and be like, how dare you? She's going to be like, what? I'm like, you know, it's like when it's like when you get mad at someone for something they did in a dream. They're like, I didn't. Yes, you did. But yeah, so it's a little different when it is a friend because you can say shit like that because you're like, we are friends. How could you? But she doesn't really know Olivia and Taylor that well. So she probably wouldn't have because it's like, I don't fucking know you that well, bitch. But Vanita. So she says, Vanita, shut up. And then Craig, oh, the classic girl at the table is telling people to shut up. You know what? You're not coming to my party now. And I like Taylor's like, Craig, too far. Too far. Craig, so he's like, okay, you know what? This, this is why I don't hang out with you. I don't like how I am when I'm with you. I'm going back to the villa. I don't want to be like Shep and yell at girls. So I'm going to go. He's just got to get that one. It's like, then now you insulted your friend. Thank you, Craig. Thank you so much. Is Craig in therapy? I feel like even if he was in therapy, it wouldn't matter. So Vanita says after that settles, she's like, I'm not saying what you said was wrong at the restaurant, but I was told to shut up so I can't get anything out. And Naomi said, no, and it says what you did was fake as fuck. And Vanita goes, what did I do? She said, you were taking Craig's side. I really didn't appreciate that. And now Vanita's, you know, now she can be stuck on it, which is fine. She said, you also didn't have to tell me to shut up, though. Naomi, no, you needed to shut up. Don't talk to me like that. You did. You got all this class and all this respect. And I tell me to shut up. Got it. Got it. No, don't talk to me because I don't talk to people that disrespect me like that. We're good. Okay, I get it. And then in her confessional, Vanita's like, we go back 10 years. We played tennis together. And that's how you talk to me. I would never talk to anyone like that. But I also feel like doesn't that kind of prove the point that maybe it makes no sense that you would side with Craig in that moment? Like he was talking to her really shitty right in front of you. So it just I think what it proves is that she thinks Craig is right and Naomi is wrong, which is the problem. And she's allowed to have that. And I think by doing this for the audience, what Vanita has done is probably win over some fans who really don't like Naomi and like Craig. And so it may may work for her in terms of how the audience favors her, because I know a lot of people hate Naomi and love Craig. So she might have just gotten people to be like, fuck, yeah, I love Vanita now. So it could work in her benefit. It doesn't work for me, but it, it could work for her. And so the dessert arrives. It's super awkward because, of course, Davi is like, here's the dessert and explains it. And they're just like, get out of here. We have to keep fighting. So Naomi says, Vanita, I'm just so offended, but you chose to do that. That's fine. And Shep tries to mediate and explain to Vanita that it's just a very emotional situation. And Vanita says, and that's fine. And I don't know much. Well, then why'd you jump in? But if she were to say, you don't know that you don't know this, so I would appreciate it if you don't butt in versus telling me to shut up. 
And so Shep's like, okay, yeah, I get it. I get it. Okay. And he just wants them to drop it. It was, it it just, this was like out of left field, out of left field. So, uh, wait, hold on before, before they leave, this was funny. Um, Austin's like, well, he almost made it to dessert. And Olivia said, he made it longer tonight than he did last night. And Austin, that's what she said. It was a good, that's what she said. You know, I know it's overplayed that that's what she said, but a good one is good. Okay, so now they go and Shep and Austin go check on Craig uh, and they bring him a little pudding and a little port. The girls go back to the villa. And Olivia in her confessional, she's like, look, you know, sure, there's been fighting, but, you know, I'm still having fun ish. But I feel like she means it. She's like, I'm making it work. I'm, And that's that that, you know, I I absolutely if they do another season of Southern Charm, I could totally have her back because she's she can roll with this. It's a lot of chaos. And she's like, I can stay up. I can party. I can wake up the next day. I can still keep going. I can handle the fighting and I can keep having a good time. So it's kind of all you need from reality television stars at the end of the day. You need a little bit more like she will need to give me more next season. Anyway, so the girls, they're back at the house and Vanita was like, Naomi, come sit next to me. And she describes, she tries to explain it. I was really, I was like, okay, look, she's going to explain it. She's going to say, she's going to let us understand. She says, that she wasn't trying to take Craig's side. We needed to calm down at the table. I would not attack you or come after you. His feelings were hurt. And there's nothing wrong with that. And I'm like, is that it? Is that it? That was it. Maybe it was edited to be it. I'm going to check with my source to see if there's more that they cut out. But I'm like, so... But his feelings were hurt, but so were Naomi's, your friends. So if anything, she should have turned to Craig and been like, but can't you understand that her feelings are hurt because of what you've been saying? Like, wouldn't that make more sense? Or, you know, she really wasn't just saying it to you. She was she was saying it to the whole table about the waiter thing, you know? So Naomi just processes and goes, okay. And, and Taylor's like, it's okay. It's okay. You're all friends. I thought, I hope end of episode and next week's finale looks packed with stuff. We see the Naomi and, uh, um, I just forgot Vanita fight fallout. You know, I don't like to get too excited based on teasers because God, the editing is just so it's, it's such intense editing that when you see it, you're like, that's not what happened, but we obviously see that fallout. It looks like Vanita's crying too, which I hate to see that, but it's, it's so much more intense because you've got cameras on you, you know? So it's like, your brain must be going a mile a minute when something's been captured. Like something happens in real life. It's one thing, but when you're like, and there's a camera right on us and it's going to be televised. And so it heightens all of your emotions. 
But then you've got Craig telling Leva. First, first, I think it's Paige going, Leva's over there with your business partners. I think that's what's happening. And Craig being like, Leva, you're making this all about you. And this is supposed to be about me tonight. I'll have security escort you out. And she goes, fuck you, you clown. It is a very dramatic season finale. And Leva, unfo- the, the finale happened and she unfollowed everybody except for a few people and a bunch of accounts picked it up. I picked it up. And of course I was immediately team Leva based on last season, but I am not anymore. So there we go. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening and I will see you next time. Have a good one. Take care of your mental health. Talking to me too. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you want to support me, please go to buymeacoffee.com slash she speaks bravo and buy me a coffee or two or five. Also, please subscribe to my YouTube channel, She Speaks Bravo with Emily Hanks. And if you haven't already, please rate, review, and subscribe to the pod. Thank you guys. I'll see you on Instagram or TikTok at She Speaks Bravo. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.